This is Grace Lynn Keller with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, and we are live at the 20th Annual Spine, Ortho, and Pain Management ASC Conference. I'm sitting down right now with Dr. Blumenthal, Dr. Scott Blumenthal from the Texas Back Institute. So Dr. Blumenthal, thank you so much for joining me, and I'd love for you to start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and why you are a proponent of motion preservation in the lumbar spine. Uh, Well, number one, thank you for having me. It's an interesting story. When I started as a spine surgeon, we didn't have motion preservation. We didn't have artificial dirt. We didn't have active L. Um, patients would come to us and say, well, why can't you replace my bad disc? You know, they replace hips, they replace knees. It's been in orthopedics for decades. And when I first heard of the technology and it was in Europe, I knew that was something that we had to have. So I went to Europe, watched the surgeons there do it. In fact, they're a little bit more liberal with letting outside surgeons help with the surgery. So uh, I did my first ones in Europe with kind of the masters and then had the opportunity to perform the first artificial disc in the United States, uh, March of 2000, 23 years ago. Plus Um, I knew it would be good. Joints are meant to move. And as an orthopedic surgeon, that's kind of anatomy 101. Absolutely. And so what actions do you recommend to your patients post-surgery so that they can quickly get back to those sports and those lifestyles? Great question. Um, the most immediate one is that our physical therapists come to the bedside right after the anesthetic wears off and get the patient out of bed and start walking. After that, we start an outpatient physical therapy program, um, restoring motion, uh, muscle, strength, uh, range of motion, and then recreate sports-specific activities. And that's what happens in that first three months or so. Uh, and then at that point, uh, the disc is healed enough to resume normal activities. And then we start training for sports-specific for the higher-end athletes or weekend athlete. They just go back. And wrapping up our conversation, my final question here is, how do you think that lumbar disc replacement will evolve in the future? And do you think that its uses will expand? Um, We're learning more and more. Um, One of the problem with fusions is that it wears out the the level next to a fusion. I think we may see motion preservation, lumbar disc replacement above and below long fusions that other spine surgeons do, not when they wear out, but also preventatively. I think we'll have new materials in the future. I think we'll have new designs. Uh, the sky's the limit for this kind of thing. And maybe even integrating some type of uh, biology or healing hormones or chemicals to make it heal even quicker. Well, Dr. Blumenthal, thank you so much for joining me. And special thank you to ASCLAP Implant Systems for sponsoring this episode. Again, we're live at the 20th annual Becker's Spine Ortho and Pain Management ASC Conference. Thank you.